we're not redoing this. Welcome back. Uh, you can't laugh because then I will. Here with the first of many guests, Abby. Yep. <laughs> That's Go ahead me. And introduce I'm Abby. yourself. I am. Oh no. <laughs> yep, I'm AJ's first guest. You're welcome. That was good as an introduction of any. Uh, we're going to be talking about schools handling schools handling <laughs> the coronavirus, and uh, I guess our personal experiences as well as stuff we feel that we saw in the news. Uh, just as a forewarning, everything is opinion based. No one get angry, please. <laughs> or um, do. Yeah, or do honestly care. do and share it with more people, and that'll be better for me. Uh, I guess the first thing to start of is we had two very different experiences with what our college did as far as the move-in process here. Um, you know, as bad as my first day being in quarantine after getting tested was, I was out and about the second day. Um, you know, ev- everything was great, and... Um, your experience was not quite like that. Sure wasn't. Sure wasn't. <laughs> oh. Like, I guess I understand. Like, they were trying, I guess. But I somehow ended up in quarantine for four days. <laughs> but now you're out. But, okay, so that aside, that completely aside, do you think the way they went about moving us in, how they're doing it sectioned, was a better idea compared to what you've seen like other schools do like i mean obviously those four days sucked but it's you know some schools were only back for four days period before they had an outbreak of cases and you know even though only probably less than half of our students are back now it's the fact that we still have a I, at this point, after everything passed, uh, like, less than 1% infection rate, yep. which is, you know, saying a lot mm-hmm. uh, as far as everything is going on. Um, but I agree. I definitely, you know, when I we got that email a month ago, however long ago, and they were like, hey, like, you're not moving in until another two weeks, I was like, you know, I was like, everything just kind of keeps getting better <laughs> and better and better and, and um things like that and then it was sort of like when it got closer to and I you know thought about it and it was that sort of you know that week of August 24th when all these other schools were sort of going back and I was like oh wow like wish I was going back and then it was all these other schools were like oh now you're going home now mm-hmm. you're xyz um you know I was happy it happened <laughs> yeah yeah a lot because like a lot of my friends from home and stuff like they were just saying, like, we're all going to get sent home anyway. It doesn't even matter. But, like, the thing is, I think the way our school handled everything, like, I think it's going really well so far. And, like, they really had it planned out. Like, my little sister just started her freshman year, and she's already home now. <laughs> and So she's, she got, like, like she was – well, how long was she there for? <laughs> a few weeks. And then, you know, not even, like – because I know – where does she go? Bloomsburg. So, and I know for – Gettysburg, uh, I think it was just like this past week, like when we moved in, is they sort of started, some of their cases kind of started popping up and stuff. And I know their process was, I believe they let their freshmen stay on campus if they sort of like applied and they let their, I think, transfers and 
it was I think if you like needed like lab classes they let you stay too but you know and obviously some schools are just kind of like you know go home do this do that which sucks because I know I I couldn't do a whole nother semester a whole nother year of online classes um but I guess you know and we could talk about the big one that was in the news recently was UNC Chapel Hill. I don't know. I don't know how much you know about that or how much you read about that, but it was um, they were there for not a long time at all. No, you know, really, it's all on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was. Um, let's see. It was. You know, and I think. Before we sort of get into that, I think a big thing with E-Town, at least so far, that's kind of helped us is we don't have Greek life. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like, yeah, we still have all these teams and stuff that might throw parties and whatever down the road or whenever. But it's, you know, we we don't get back and all these kids are in sorority and frat houses and just saying, oh, well, here we go. No, yeah. And that's exactly what happened at Bloom. Like kids were throwing parties as soon as they got back from what I heard and everything. What blows my mind mostly is that other schools were not testing their students as soon as they got on campus. Exactly. Well, that's another thing. Did your sister get tested before she went to campus, while she went to campus, or just no? She got tested until it was too late. Well, so that's one thing I think. So my friend goes to Purdue, and he did a mail-in test. So they mailed it out to him, and he had to, like, do it in front of someone. I think it was, like, a saliva test or something. So they do it in front of someone over, like, a webcam and then mail it in, and they got his results, which is, you know, that works. Obviously, like, you're still getting tested, X, Y, Z. But the thing is, is, and I don't think this happens frequently, especially when you know you're moving back to school, but I think there was a, a week to, you know, 10 days, two weeks period where before, between when he took the test and, you know, that time frame he got his results back, and then when he was moving back to campus. So I'm not going to say, like, some of these kids could have contracted the virus between when they took the test and when they were getting onto campus, but it's the fact that, you know, as annoying as it sort of was, especially for you and especially for a lot of kids that didn't get their test back until sort of later at E-Town, the fact that we, you know, got tested and we got tested when, like, the weekend we moved in, so it was sort of you know, obviously you can't guarantee you're not going to get it after that weekend, but it was for that weekend and for that week, you can sort of, you know, almost guarantee that you don't have it. Like, you, we came to campus, and, you know, if you came to campus and tested positive, you either weren't going to be allowed to mingle with people or you were going to get sent home. It's not like you took your test and you had a negative five days before you moved back in and there was all this chance that you could have gotten it. <laughs> So your sister didn't get tested, like. <laughs> yeah, she didn't. She didn't get tested going on to campus or anything. Um, yeah, she was like pretty careful about everything, and you know what? It's still <laughs> the school should have had a plan. I don't necessarily blame students because you think I saw this somewhere. Like you think about it, it's like socially starved like 18 19 20 year olds and it's like well what do you think they're gonna do like you need to have something in place so you can't just leave them to their own devices and be like all right 
we're just gonna trust you. Like that, I don't think that necessarily works. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like a lot of people here at E Town are kind of like you know I wouldn't even say a lot because I would say it's definitely the minority of people that are back on campus. Are some people are just so I frustrated, so upset, angry about how the school is handling like you know how they're doing our cafeteria, how they're doing stuff like that. That it. You know, kind of baffles me that's you know I'm just happy to be back same <laughs> and you know and obviously I you know not totally happy that things are the way they are but it's it's like that across country and globally like nothing you could do except accept it and understand what's going on um so back to you know the one that was I guess one of the biggest that were in the news was UNC Chapel Hill was they were, so this headline for this article says they came, they saw, they clustered. Now a week after starting classes at UNC Chapel Hill, undergraduates are being sent home as coronavirus spreads on campus. You know, I, I don't know anything about UNC Chapel Hill. I'm not going to, no digs on UNC Chapel Hill. nothing. <laughs> but, you know, it's like you said before, you can't, put it on these universities fully. I mean, you. no, never mind. That's what you said. You kind of can blame the universities because it's about, you know, we're, while we're adults, everyone going to college is quote-unquote an adult, it's still we're kind of left to our own devices and college is kind of a place where, you know, some people who may not get to do whatever at home may not get to just let loose, I guess is a better way of saying it get to do it here so as soon as you're kind of put back in that situation after being out of that situation for like six months at this point since March you're gonna do whatever you want if the school is not gonna stop you and not gonna put precautions and you know punishments in place yeah um so let's see so just days after welcoming students to campus University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill on Monday told undergraduates to move out of their dorms go back home and prepare to complete all their courses online um, and it says between the first week that they were there, August 10th to 16th, they tested 954 students and 130 tested positive. Shoot. <laughs> like, and I don't, and I guess, you know, it was, it says it's over the week, the first week of the semester, so I don't know if it was sort of hey, move in and between this state and this state, come get tested or, you know, and just whatever is convenient for you, and then we'll go from there or however or whatever happened. But, you know, that's, like I keep saying, that's one thing E-Town did well. It was sort of, hey, you, before you can even, like, look at where you're living, you got to go through this line, take your test, and then as soon as you get to where you're living, you're in there until we, we hear back. Do you have anything to add? I'm just... I'm just taking it all in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to add. Uh, I, I, it, I guess that's a question that no one really wants to talk about at this point is do you think we'll make it to the date that we're supposed to make it to? I mean, we're, I mean, obviously this first, we've only been here a week with, you know, it's the freshmen and then it's the seniors that move back to campus. 
And then this following weekend, I guess almost exactly a week from today and a week from tomorrow, um, the juniors and sophomores are going to be coming back to campus, which will put our put town at pretty close to max, you know, yep. functioning, full functioning. So I'm not going to say, like, this isn't to slight anyone, slight any of the juniors or sophomores coming back, saying that's going to be a problem because they're coming back, because of them specifically, but mainly because we're going to be operating at a higher capacity than they've been operating at for these past, you know, two weeks since the freshmen have been back and this week since the freshmen and seniors have been back. So do you, do you think, you know, personally gut decision that we'll make it all the way to whatever it is, November 24th before we, you know, <laughs> it's not, I, it's not a good thing to want to talk about. It's not a good thing to no. vote for either way, but yeah. Like, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't, like, concerned with the sophomores and juniors coming back just because that's more freaking people. But, like, at the same time, we already go to a really small school. Not everybody's coming back. And, I mean, it's hard to just kind of, like, hope that people are going to be smart because not everyone is. Like, we've seen plenty of (laughs) dummies wandering around. But... I think if everybody sticks to what the college is doing, we could. Like, I don't know. Like, I understand. Oh, another thing. I see, like, obviously you have to be careful. But it also sucks because it's like, I see the aspect of, like, not wanting to, like, stop living. You know what I mean? And I guess nobody's asking you to do that. But it's, like, a matter of being smart and adapting to, like, whatever's going on. Because, like... No, I mean, it's as, as bad as it is to say, and I don't think it's this way for, I hope it's not this way for a long time, but this is almost like the new normal. This is what we have to get used to. No, and like, it's not the point of like, I am getting used to it. Like, it's like grabbing a mask before you leave the house, that's like second nature now. I always have like three, like in my backpack or in my purse, like whatever. It's, it's weird. I don't know, but I'm used to it now. Like, and like, it's, I saw this thing on Twitter or something, I don't remember, but it was like, weird thinking about the fact that people all used to stand so close together like concerts or like on the subway like stuff like that's like wait (laughs) no and uh that's the thing is it's you know it's to the point where this was a big shock culturally a big shock just you know in general that hat that has really been going on for at this point half of a year and you know like, it's kind of hard to wrap at least my mind around that personally because it's, you know, so much of that time was kind of doing the same thing because there was nothing else to do. And it's just, you know, it doesn't feel like it's been as long as it has. But then you're like, wow, this has been going on like full force in the U.S. for six months since March, whatever. And then, you know, we got sent home. It was like the 13th of March and took online classes till like the 13th of May and even that was sort of like wow now what like oh like school's done so maybe things will start you know slowing down and obviously it didn't and obviously we're here but I like you said it would I would be lying to myself and everyone involved if I said that I wasn't concerned with bringing more people back to campus and you know expecting everyone to sort of kind of just follow the rules and that's not to say that people coming back aren't going to follow the rules but you know if you have 
a hundred people come back and six people or whatever decide to not follow the rules, that's six people that could, you know, somehow get it and then, you know, spread it to people that are following the rules and then it's nothing we could do at that point, which sucks, but... Yeah. (laughs) That's what I hate is there's, like, nothing we can do. We can only, like, control what we do and that sucks because not everyone wants to be smart. People are choosing to be dumb. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, it, looking at it right now and looking at it from an optimistic point of view, I think with the size of E-Town and with kind of, you know, I don't want to put us, you know, as a higher standard to anyone else, but I do genuinely think more often than not, we are smarter than, you know, some people, like, I, there haven't been like even the sports teams here and stuff like that are really kind of dead set at least for you know this semester a hundred percent of not throwing any parties or anything or not throwing any huge things to risk anything happening because mm-hmm. then it's at the point where yeah you have fun for that period of time and you're like oh like they're the ones that threw the party but then if things go south it's oh you're the ones that threw the party and you're the reason why we're all going home so I think that adds another factor to it is what I don't understand from some of these other colleges is how the people that were like, you know, throwing these parties or having these get togethers or whatever were able to sort of be okay, I guess is the way to put it, with being the reason everyone else was getting sent home. And I guess that's you know, that might be something that we don't get not being at a big school and but then again there's still plenty of big schools still that are you know, still still at school, still doing okay, mm-hmm. um, and still, you know, get to be in school, in class, you know, a big thing, I guess, to sort of get away from all these deadlines and stuff, a big thing that a lot of people were sort of up in arms about, and I guess it's a little different here, because we're not in the Big Ten, we're not in the SEC conference, anything like that, but was the cancellation of you know, I think it's safe to say 90% of fall sports. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, <laughs> it sucks no matter what way you look at it. And, you know, it takes away some enjoyment of being at a college, being at a university with team sports, anything like mm-hmm. that. But when it's come up before with people I've talked to sort of just before, like just in conversations, is I'd rather not have fall sports or rather not have sports for you know, X amount of time, as much as it sucks to sacrifice something like that in place of being back on campus and Mm -hmm. being around other people. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Like, because a lot of that's fun. Like, honestly, I haven't gone to a lot of, like, games on campus in the four years I've been here. But, like, the marshmallow game, like, that's really fun. Um, I'm bummed about that. I've only gone to two of them. But it was a fun time, so I'm bummed I'm not going to get to do it one more time. But but like you said, I mean, I'd rather be here and see everyone that I hadn't seen for six months. So I'll take it. It is what it is. And that's what I keep telling myself. Like, <laughs> we just have to kind of go with it. Because at this point, nobody knows what's going to happen for certain. So it's like, why like freak out all the time? Why question everything? You just got to kind of roll the punches at this point. No, and I feel like that makes, you know, a lot of sense, and 
you know, obviously there are schools out in, I don't even want to say the Midwest just to generalize it, but there are big football schools out there that, you know, their whole personality sometimes is football, and I'm, I I don't watch college football that often, but I think it happens on Saturdays, so, you know, yeah. tailgating games, stuff yeah. like that. And even for not the big schools, like, you know, even for, like, your sister at Bloom or, like, Penn State, uh, Penn State's not a good example, but, like, Goodstown <laughs> or just, you know, general, like, bigger schools in general, bigger than E-Town, I guess is the way to put it, is I can see how that's, you know, a, obviously a big hit. And, mm-hmm. you know, I agree with you is I like watching sports, like watching soccer here and all that stuff as much as the next person, but... You take what you can get, and, I mean, the good thing is, I mean, I don't know how much you've heard about this sort of being a little bit further removed from the athletic side of things than I am, but that all these fall sports that are not happening now are planning to be scheduled in the spring semester, and how that's going to work is, you know, beyond everyone now and beyond me, but it's the fact that they aren't making a conscious effort for it to occur, Mm-hmm. which is good, um, you know, and who knows where this whole situation will be in the spring, you know, every few weeks there's a rumor of a new vaccine, there's a rumor of this and a rumor of that, you don't know what's true and what's really going to happen in what time frame, but it's, you know, uh, ideally and as much as I want to hope and wish for it, and the spring semester could shape up to be, you know, even closer to normal than this is now. Which would be great. That would be lovely. But I'm being honest, if (laughs) if we go into the spring semester the same way we went into this and, you know, we're there for whatever it is, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, and that's what we have to live with, then I'll take that too Mm -hmm. at that point. You know what I mean? And then it's, you know, yeah. And not to, you know, and now it's something that I just popped in my head that was sort of, you know, probably pretty controversial is the idea of, um, you know, who might be getting hit worse here? Is it the class of 2020 that graduated, or I don't want to, <laughs> or us, class of 2021? Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I don't want to diss anyone or anything like that, and you know, it's hard to say that we're at risk of losing a lot more than they did because they lost a lot and they lost basically their whole spring semester regardless of where you went to school anything like that um you know even the class of 2020 for high school seniors but you know that's besides the point but it's it's just (laughs) the fact that um you know i what like uh, what before i sort of just ramble what do (laughs) do you think about like you know, not even if you had to pick who's at risk of losing more, but what do you feel in general of, you know, when this all started, all these people, you know, even these celebrities, even these, like, big names were sort of an outcry for the class of 2020 because they're missing all of this, and now, you know, I don't want to say it's quiet for the class of 2021, but... But it kind of is. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Okay, so... For the class of 2020, like you said, yeah, they basically missed their whole spring semester just about I mean well not their whole spring semester because what we get back in January yeah. they had all so, of February yeah. so they had a little bit they had their entire fall semester that and it was completely normal and we don't have that <laughs> and also we don't know what's gonna happen 
tomorrow we don't know like it's really all up in the air and like there's so much uncertainty what uncert forget it (laughs) yeah so I'm not gonna say we have it worse because I don't know what's gonna happen but if we're talking like normalcy then yeah I think we have it worse (laughs) and you know and I don't disagree um i mean like i said i don't want to bash anybody or i don't want to put anybody down and say oh we are so much worse like xyz because you know i had and i'm sure you did too a lot of friends from the class of 2020 especially Mm e-town and you know not being able to you know some of my roommates were seniors and not being able to spend the rest of that time Mm -hmm. with them and do all these things that were planned and all the other stuff and especially you know not being able to see them walk at graduation and who knows when that's going to happen because, you know, this has been going on for a lot longer than anyone anticipated. Yeah. So that's another thing is, you know, there's still uncertainty on their end, but, you know, just as much as not, if not more for the graduating class of 2021. Um, it's, you know, and it was, it's not even like, like I said before, it wasn't even like big names and stuff reaching out and stuff like that but it was like you know professionals like recruiters and stuff like oh give the class of 2020 an extra look because they had to deal with this and so far it's we're not and you know who knows what's going to happen in a few months maybe people are saving it all up for if this doesn't end by you know the next year and they'll be like oh keep a special lookout for the class of 2021 whatever for like jobs and stuff like think about what they went through and one thing that I just, you know, thought to myself, like, when this was all going on, to kind of, like, I don't know, I don't even say it to console myself or to sort of be like, that's not even the way to put it, because it didn't make me feel any better. But it was sort of like, <laughs> it's kind of like, wow, like, and not to, you know, diss anyone that's in high school, but wow, I wish I was in high school when I was going through this, or wow, like, I wish I had been, like, a year or two out of college. Because... Like, all these things that we missed, like, you know, my 21st birthday was during quarantine, yours was... Kinda. Kinda. But, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, all these things I missed, like, yeah, my 21st birthday, oh, like, didn't get to do anything, like, a lot of people did, but I'll have more birthdays. It's the fact that these four years, these however many years you get in college, you don't, you know, no matter what you do, you don't get more of them. Exactly, and that thinking about that sends me into like an existential crisis, and then I get like really upset because when people tell you college goes by so fast, it does. And now that like some of it's quite honestly being taken away from us in a sense, it's like we're never gonna have this time in our lives again. And it's like, well, there goes my youth, and then I start to panic. I was thinking about that this morning. Uh, that's what I mean it's like you know it's not to say that yeah things would have been perfect if I was in high school and you know because like I've heard some kids and I've heard through like my friends that have younger siblings that went through online classes in high school and they're like yeah like we didn't do anything I was like wow my online classes in college when you know professors were trying to still get used to how to set this up were still very hard if not more difficult to handle online than they were in person so you know there's no winning here and you know and who's to say like 
how like if I was a year or two out of college, he'd say I wouldn't have lost my job because of this because you know they, mm-hmm. you know companies weren't making more money X Y Z whatever would have happened, but I you know I don't even know where I was going with this. <laughs> it's just you know what I think about is just <laughs> like well, well you know like we said these are four years you don't get back no matter what like not not like in terms of like other stuff going on but college in general is an experience you like you can't just wake up one day and say hey like you can't do what I did you know for this podcast and be like hey like I want to do this and like you know if it doesn't work like me two years later hey like I want to do it again college is a you know not only is it a big expense it's yeah an experience that you know you don't just get to do and redo and redo until you get the one you want and you know I can be said for a lot of things but I guess you know more specifically for the situation at hand yeah definitely college yeah hey yep. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah I feel like we went off the rails there as far as you know the 2020 versus 2021 discussion but yeah well um you know i i'm i think i mentioned this before i feel for them uh, anyway, oh, I yeah. and i'm gonna feel for every single person you know in our class that graduates this year <laughs> we're going into something that you know no like our parents haven't experienced our grandparents haven't really ever experienced something like this like and it's Mm-mm. you know it's yeah, like, I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm definitely not one of those people that just believes it doesn't exist, oh. but I am someone that, you know, at some times do think that the media and, you know, the current state of the world does make it sometimes worse and sometimes a bigger, you know, a bigger deal than it might be, mm-hmm. whether that be because, you know, they scare everybody about it and then, you know, there's people on the complete opposite end of the spectrum that it makes them want to refuse that exists even more and then that creates more spread um and things like that not to sort of talk about something that's not college related but i saw something shared by a news account that i follow that it was it was kind of i don't even want to say it was a sobering statistic but it was something that was sort of really um shocking me oh so this was shared by jerry news i don't know if you follow but um Researchers say 19% of the coronavirus cases reported in the U.S. last month, so this was published like four days ago, um, U.S. cases reported in the last month can be traced to the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. 19% of the cases in a whole country in a month is a large number. Um, They have the number. 250,000 cases from this... From this... 10-day motorcycle rally in South Dakota. <laughs> motorcycle? Like, uh, you know. What? That's, that's like, that's a disgusting t- statistic. To uh, Yeah. <sighs> for that? Like, like, who gained from that? Like, yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Well, maybe a bunch of idiots. A bunch of... You know what I mean? Uh, like... T- like you know, nineteen percent, twenty percent of the whole cases in the country for a month, two hundred and fifty thousand people. That is two hundred and fifty times the amount of students we have here, mm-hmm. and all having the virus. Not even like like people involved. That's 
Mm-hmm. Like, now that I'm looking at it again, it, like, it makes me uneasy because that's a quarter of a million cases from this one event. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that... Oh. And that just goes back to, like, people thinking it's a hoax. Like, how stupid are you? Literally, like... I'm not gonna name names, but like (laughs) people I follow on social media, they're like, "This is a hoax." The government—they're trying to distract us from what's really happening. (laughs) Bit, 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 bit. And I'm like, "Are you okay?" (laughs) Like, and they're like, "Well, how many people do you actually know that have gotten the coronavirus?" And I'm like, "Enough. A a good amount, actually." Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like, like I said before, I'm not someone that. That, like, I, I, I know it exists. Like, I'm not, like, I know yeah. it exists. But in some cases, and, you know, especially when this first started, when it was going on, people downplayed it more than they should have. Mm-hmm. You know, that was at fault of, you know, the President of the United States. <laughs> not, a, not a topic to get into right now. Disgusting! But, but, um, but that's, you know, that happened, and then people sort of kept going along with that idea that it just didn't exist and you know at for a while for those first three weeks when e-town said we were going to be online for three weeks and then you know everything will be great we'll be back i (laughs) said cool i said that sounds good can't wait (laughs) i said you know these three weeks are going to be awful but that sounds good and then we got a week in and they said just kidding yeah i think that was one of you know, it's been a long, like, six months, but that was, you know, one of the worst days of that six months was the shock that you, that we were not coming back. It literally, like, <sighs> felt like someone punched me in the stomach. Like, it, it sucked. And, like, honestly, that time of this whole, like, experience feels like it was forever ago, and honestly, it doesn't even feel real well, anymore. which is... Which is another thing that, you know, going back to the idea that we've been doing this for six months is some of these things like going, like getting sent home from school feels like it was like didn't happen within the same year, didn't happen within the same half a year. (laughs) No, but it did. But it's like, I, I don't know. Like, and honestly, like. When we were home for those six months, like, the days went by so slow. But looking back on it, it's like, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I mean. It's and a there's, weird there's some, like, and, and not to be, like, you know, funny or weird or anything, but the month of April, I don't remember, like, happening. <laughs> not to be funny or weird, but I don't. <laughs> the, the month of April, like, I, I don't remember no. anything that happened in the, like, you know, I probably only remember May because my birthday was in the middle of the month and school ended, but the whole month of April, and, like, I I can't pick out a specific day, a specific Can memory. we just talk about, I don't remember Easter. And that's what a lot of people were saying on social media is, and like, yeah, you know, I, my family's not big on celebrating Easter or anything, but you know, I I feel like it just kind of passed. <laughs> it's weird that that happens. Like this, I know this is like nothing to do with what we're talking about, but like, why is it Easter specifically? Because I've heard this like in past years, well, two because, people are like, wait, oh uh, well, in past years, but I mean, I guess because it it falls so out of line compared to all the other holidays. That's true. It's kind of not exciting. Yeah, well, that, and it's, like, the only, you know, 
quote-unquote bigger holiday that's celebrated outside of sort of the months between October to December, or October to January, if you want to count, like, New Year's and New Year's Eve. You know what I mean? Like, it falls out of that. And especially this year, falling within everything, like, Easter would have been, like, in the, you know, peak of all this going on, so. That's true. <sighs> I don't remember it. I don't really like Easter anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. What a time. Yeah, what a six months it has been. And, you know, and that's, you know, I listen to some people talk about just in general, and it's like, oh, like, these are going to be, like, this is going to be a year no one's going to forget. Mm-mm. You know, for better or for worse, and obviously more than likely for worse, but. <laughs> yeah. But another thing is, like, I've seen this online as well, and it's a really good point. Like, this year, like, between, like, this pandemic, a lot of environmental stuff that's going on, and a lot of, like, social, social things. A lot of, and they're like, oh, 2020, it's just a really bad year. No, this is like the consequences of our actions actually coming to the surface. You can't just be like, oh, 2021, (laughs) that's over with. (laughs) No. That's what I mean. And it's, and you know, not to cut you off or anything, but some people really do think like, oh, the second, you know, December 31st hits, or I guess January 1st hits midnight. It resets. <laughs> the year's back to the way it was. And, you know, as cool as that would be, it doesn't happen. The issues that exist are still going to exist. And they're terrible. And I'd like to think that things like this teach a lesson, but there's then it goes back to all the stupid people. <laughs> they don't care enough to pay attention. They're like, oh, this doesn't pertain to me, so I'm not going to pay attention. Then we've learned nothing, and it's just going to get worse not to go completely (laughs) off topic yeah i mean yeah (laughs) it was you know to to bring it back it was the topic of (laughs) talk of things getting worse it was you know um there was a point and i guess you know let's you know mark april as you know when this thought came in my head is there's no way things can get worse (laughs) and then it was and then it was then you know everyone that said that including myself was wrong (laughs) truly it only really got worse (laughs) well okay the one thing that came out of this is i think everyone's a little more grateful for a lot of things we took for granted like today i found myself sitting in a two-hour class but just being happy to be in a classroom and yeah like i agree i you know i think i think how you said everyone was a general statement but most people i think are coming out of this appreciating a lot more things you know appreciating a lot more small things than they did before like the whole idea of going out to a restaurant going out to the movies is just kind of you know a thing to do has now become a process you know you you gotta pick and choose like where i'm from new jersey this a week ago was when they first finally reopened indoor dining yeah (laughs) like I haven't been able to sit in a restaurant in my own state for four or five months. And it's a really, you know, weird thing to think about. You know, obviously, 
eating out is a part of a lot of things people do just to celebrate or it's just kind of like hey like i don't feel like cooking tonight like let's do this but you can't really do that just easily anymore like you can't just make that decision on the fly because of everything going on like a lot of restaurants are closing earlier a lot of them just still aren't open period a lot of them have such limited seating that you can't just kind of hope and show up and be okay with it yeah and I don't know, I mean, I, you know, you probably know better than I do. I don't know, I don't, I think movie theaters in New Jersey opened a week ago too, like, at what capacity, but, um, but, like, here, uh, I don't think they have. <laughs> I don't, and that, that was a thing, like, my sisters and I were talking about, like, we love going to the movies, like, we have an AMC at home, we have a Stubbs membership, so, um, you get discounts and stuff like that. Um, and that's like, I know it's like inside, but during the summer, that's just something we would always do. Like we're bored one night, we just go to the movies and we didn't have that this summer. And it was so weird. Like I haven't been to a movie theater in like seven months. Well, yeah. And on the topic of, you know, it, since we're talking about movie theaters and stuff like that, I... You know, not that we have any personal say in this or any sort of big insight into this, but it's weird to think and weird to see that there were just kind of, you know, movies that were sort of released in these six months, but yeah. went straight to streaming services, straight to DVD, and, you know, these huge big name movies that may never be played in theaters. And Most of them I didn't even hear about. You know what I mean? Like, because... Because of everything going on. Um, <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Tough time to be an actor, am I right, ladies? <laughs> oh, well, you hate to see it. Yeah, well, you know. Um, <laughs> any topic you want to talk about? <laughs> you want to lead at this point? Oh. Hmm. Go for it. You have a captive audience. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I mean, it really, on this topic, like in general, what gets me, and I've said this several times throughout this podcast, but like, it's the stupid people for me. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, to, to build off of that, like, you don't realize how big of an impact how few people can make until mm-hmm. you're in a situation like this. And, you know... Yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> I agree. It... You know, I don't want to say I'm the perfect model citizen for how this should be handled because I know for a fact I'm not. Like, no, I know for a fact, like, you know, whatever I do. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not... I don't walk into buildings and stuff, crowded rooms, just and dispute wearing a mask with retail workers who aren't getting paid enough to deal with me. But, um, like, there are times where I'm like, wow, this is, like, this sucks. I'm not having a fun time doing this, like, whatever. And, yeah. And it's not like, you know, just to, I guess, in a way... I sort of wrapped this whole conversation up with something that should have started in the beginning was... (laughs) If I don't, you know, I don't want to say this would have fixed all our problems, but if we went into sort of, and the U.S. is very different than some of these countries that did this, but if we went into full lockdown, 
like some of these countries did to like you know a pretty big extent you know restaurants closed right away outdoor dining like closed right away like you could only go to grocery stores essentials um maybe we would have been better off and that gets back to the point where you know i'm sure you might disagree a little bit and a lot of people might disagree but that is you could say yes someone in someone else in the position of power as opposed to trump could have done a better job but you can't you know confirm for sure that and that's not sticking up for him or anything but it's like it's a debate where you cannot confirm that if anyone else is in office they could have handled this 100 percent better because it really did throw everyone for a loop no yeah i don't think anyone could handle it perfectly but i do think <laughs> anybody would have been better at it than he would be a monkey in a suit would have done a better freaking job but hey what do i know yeah here we are <laughs> um but you know, I think that's a good point as any to end on. Um, <laughs> the monkey in the suit. <laughs> unless you have any other thoughts to share, if you have anything, you know, you just anything completely unrelated you want to share with the public, if you want to plug your social media or anything that you want. Oh to yeah, do. please. Follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Abby Dot I L L I N G W R T H. That's also my Twitter handle, so please. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, Cheers. Tune in next time. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>